Uh, I estimate the first official arrival will be released in June 2020. Depending on how much I would like to polish the overall experience before releasing her, it's possible it, she may not be released until July 2020. I believe she is released at time of recording. Um, and I believe he also said that he wants to have uh, at least two rivals done before he officially releases the game. And I would like to say, oh, uh, <laughs> no. Are we going to be done with the game in 2045? <laughs> okay, wait. Hi, Karina. Hi, Zax. Hi, Bob. Hey, Zax. Hey, Karina. Hey, Bob. Can <laughs> <So. laughs> we do that again? But this time, don't say K. No, I love that. Keep it. In. Are we keeping all this okay? Uh, I just, I'm really hoping one of these days you'll come up with something smoother than we've all said introduction. Now I will give you the topic of the video. That's the that's the flavor of kind of friends. <laughs> I feel like one day it'll just be like, hey, you guys in? Okay, here's what we're talking about today. No introduction. We just start the conversation. We can people, do that. That is possible. Be, <laughs> is well, it? Well, <laughs> you know, until we hear from people, a.k.a. leave a comment in the description. No, don't leave a comment in the description. Leave a comment in the comment uh, section. Hack into our account. Go into the description. <laughs> <laughs> change it. This is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, change it to I want a cold open. Oh, get a cold open. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do have it. What's it called if you don't introduce? You want a cold open? Here's a cold open. Zax, what are we talking about today? <laughs> no, they already got so the cold open. It was the first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a cold open is. Zax, help us. Okay, so to you listening here, ignore this dumpster fire. <laughs> if you're like me, you've probably heard the name Yandere Dev thrown around a lot. But if you're still like me, you don't really know why. Good God, Christ. <laughs> in the Kind of Friends Discord, link in the description, I asked the question... Why are people talking about Yandere Dev? And pretty much everyone in the server started <laughs> litting it up with information that was very hard to navigate. <laughs> so Karina and Bob have very politely agreed to come into this video and explain to me why Yandere Dev is a meme or whatever. Yeah. Where yeah, do I we mean, where do we begin? Well, here, let me let me begin here. Um so, Yandere Dev, he's called that because he's the developer of a game called Yandere Simulator. You also might know him by the name Alex or Eva Zephon, but yeah. for sake of ease, we'll probably just end up calling him Yandere Dev. Yeah, and I'm a lot of what we're saying will be uh, will be rehashed stuff from what we've heard online, right? Mm -hmm. So, like the the people who are already who are better experts of, on him will not get a lot out of this video yeah. except for our goofs and gaffes. So I hope you stay anyway. Um, and correct us if we're wrong about stuff in the comments. But we'll be mostly explaining to Zach's our understanding. Yandere Simulator was uh, started uh, as a project six years ago, I believe. Yeah, so which, back in 2014. Right. And so uh, game development is hard 
don't so obviously and and you know someone who's not a programmer might not know how long you know whether six years is a long time to be in development and for some games it is a long time and for some games it isn't um the kinds of games where six years would be a long wouldn't be a long time are the games like uh you know like huge games with huge scope you know um, and usually those games are at least in an alpha stage, meaning all their basic functionality is in place, maybe in the first year. And that would involve having a team. Um, it would involve having artists and, uh, and, and developers and programmers working together to make a cohesive project that looks good and plays well. And even if it's a little bit buggy, that's okay. And that would be in the first year. Uh, and... That kind of leads um, into the first core problem that I have with the way Yandere Dev works, and the problem that a lot of people have, which is that he doesn't take criticism well, but more importantly to me, he doesn't work well with others. Mm -hmm. He has brought people on who have volunteered their time to, uh, to contribute code, and instead of taking their suggestions or taking their, um, their coding... Uh, in stride, instead, it's just like what we've heard from people who have volunteered on the project and then gotten kicked out of the project is that he gets very possessive of his code and he gets very possessive of the game to the point that other people aren't able to uh, meaningfully contribute. A good example is Tiny Build. Uh, Tiny Build, from my understanding, is like a smaller game development company where they're like, they're oh, we've got like... a publisher and okay. game development company. Okay, yeah. So they're like, hey, we hear about this project that you're working on. Seems pretty popular online. It's kind of moving at a snail's pace. How about we uh, step in and help you out? And at first, Yandere Dev was like, that sounds like a great idea. I love this. And a lot of people... In that community, we're really hyped about it. They're like, yeah, the game's going to like come out faster. And then months go by, we hear nothing about uh, the Tiny Build partnership. And then another couple months go by, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm not working with them anymore. Uh, creative differences, but what a lot of people speculate, I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, but the general consensus is that the developer from Tiny Build who came to help him out was using um, a form of coding, like a different language maybe, that was much more advanced than Yandere Dev's knowledge, and uh, he didn't like that. Uh, Bob, is this true or not? I mean, that's... I, I don't... I can't confirm that, obviously. I'm not a... I'm not a... I have no better sources than you do, but I would say that sounds just like his MO and also sounds very possible because uh, there are lots of videos out there of... of uh, you know, looking through um, Yandere, Yandere Simulator's leaked code, which Yandere Dev denies was leaked, even though it's... It's his code. The, it's the code of the game. We know um, we know that that's the code because... Uh, I when you run it, it plays the game. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think the person who is now developing um, a fan version, quote-unquote, of Yandere Simulator, which is going by the title Lovesick... Um, I, mm. Is that the code that they're referencing off of, or they, did they just no, start from no. scratch? So they started from scratch. Oh, they started from scratch. They started from scratch. I think originally they, their design document was kind of based on 
on that. And then there was some drama, which is, I think, why Yandere uh, Dev's back in the public zeitgeist uh, a little bit. Um, and he made a big stink about it. Because he made a big stink about it. But this was years ago. Lovesick mm-hmm. started years ago. And then he, uh, it's kind of back in the zeitgeist. And I'm not entirely sure why. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that this developer worked for a total of two weeks and already the game looks exponentially better well, the than thing is, like, the six-year progress. You started the game years ago. Right. Love Six started years ago. And um, and uh, it's only the, the drama about it was years ago. And now we're hearing about it again because I think there's some slightly newer drama. Um, and... Uh, I do want to point out a uh, real quick. I just went to Tiny Build's website, and they have a, a list of games that they've published. Uh, some of which uh, are uh, better known than others. I I recognize a few of these. I don't recognize some of them. Um, uh, let's see. Hello Neighbor was one that they published. Oh, really? Pathologic Two they published. Uh, Party Hard, Streets of Rogue, uh, Graveyard Keeper, Speedrunners. Um, these are just the games that I recognize off the top of my head. All successful projects. They're all, I mean, they're well enough known. They're indie games made by a small team where Tiny Build said, hey, we would like to help promote you and, and help you grow. And what do you know? It uh, it grew and, and, and those people found success. And that's exactly the kind of thing that an indie developer dreams of. And yet when somebody like Tiny Build, when, when, the, when the, um, the guys behind Tiny Build go to him, and suggest, hey, can we help support your game? Uh, he thumbs his nose at them because he's too stuck up and uh, unwilling to see, um, un- unwilling to get help, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking but, of, there's some. Oh, sorry, um, go ahead. Um, before we, um, just because, you know, I do want to make sure that I'm following everything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So far, I definitely see where we're at one thing i just kind of wanted to clarify so you brought up that he has been working on this game for six years now and i remember it was familiar to me because i remember i guess i i guess it was 2014 back in the day i watched markiplier run through the simulation mm, yeah um it was like but it was whatever was out there i guess it was the sample or something because i remember just at one point it just like stopped and then markiplier was like so this is all we have you know but it looks cool and can't wait to see where it goes from here yeah i don't know if you've seen what the game looks like now but if you look at like the character models from 2014 2015 when the game was first starting to like pick up speed and now in 2020 they look exactly the same, and they look exactly oh. the same because the character models, which Yandere Dev has said time and time again, are just stand-ins until he gets better models. Those have been per- purchased from a Unity Store pack, um, so all the characters are from that pack, um, and it's been six years, and there's been no like development in yeah, the character models. It's it's fine if you want to use assets bought from a pack. That is. Yeah legitimate yeah nothing wrong with tell people don't tell people that you're not going to do that and then you do it mm-hmm. and also don't tell people that it's the temporary thing if it by all indications is the permanent thing yeah and he's um, been given like or like 
has been offered really beautiful character models. Like I saw like some on Twitter and somebody was like, hey, I made these for Yandere Dev. They look stunning. Like he goes on and on all the time about how he's like, oh, this game is supposed to be like Hitman and Persona. The models that this person made for him look like something out of Persona. And he doesn't use them because he refused to credit the creator at all. And that's the case for a lot of the volunteers who contribute to this project. A lot of them go uncredited and uncompensated when they're making the game for him, essentially. He says he's a one-man team, and that is absolutely not true. And it's funny you mention that because I, I'm on his on his website on the abouts page. There's a there's a section here. There's a question here. Are you going to change Yandere Simulator's character models? And he describes why he doesn't like the current character models. He says, from an aesthetic standpoint, I dislike the way they look. Their necks are super short, and their proportions make them look more like middle schoolers than high schoolers. Question mark. I don't know if I re- necessarily agree with that. I'm just reading off the page. From a practical yeah. standpoint, their faces don't have much flexibility, so they lack the ability to express extreme emotions and aren't able to be very expressive in general. So he he's pointing out things that he doesn't like about the thing. But then mm-hmm. he says... Uh, however, whether or not Yandere Simulator gets new character models is dependent on the outcome of the game's crowdfunding campaign, so it's currently impossible to promise whether or not it will actually happen or when it will happen. And I, I, I'm baffled by this, because mm-hmm. he's got a Let me a go to Patreon. his Patreon really quick. Yeah, let's see how much money he makes, because quite a while ago, he was making like 4000 a month, and that dropped quite a bit because of yeah. some drama that came out. That would not have come out if he didn't make that one video, uh, Hate and Shame, because most of his funders were unaware of what was going on outside of the little Yandere simulator community. And then he made that video and they're like, oh, gee, what's going on with Yandere dev? And then they looked it up and they're like, oh, no, that's not good. It turns out that this guy's uh, a big jerk. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he's got at time of recording, he's got 597 patrons. And he's making $1,687 per month. Jeez, that dropped a lot. Yeah, it dropped a lot. But consider. Consider. He says anything over $1,000 will cause him to focus 100% of his attention on Yandere Simulator. And he'd like to earn at least $3,500 per month. That's his personal goal. If he gets that much money, then it is well within reason that he could use he could save up some of that money and use it to just straight up commission an artist to do new models that is well within reason Mm -hmm. but he doesn't want to pay the people who contribute to this project because he's greedy uh yandere dev in case you're listening uh he's not he's already clicked off for sure Mm, they're saying mean things about me. I don't like these gremlins. Yeah, seeing this video, Throwback he's to... <laughs> left to dislike than he's left. Yeah. Throwback to when <laughs> he called everybody who gives him criticism gremlins. Mm. That was fun. I appreciated that. So, <laughs> hi, fellow gremlins. Welcome to the clan. <laughs> I was going to start okay. naming uh, uh... the names of some of the goblins in our D&D game, and then I remembered <laughs> probably not okay. <laughs> Um, there are... Oh, um, another thing. Okay, so, it's been six years. The character models are the same. They haven't improved. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, okay. P- uh, big, well, an indie game company was like, hey, we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. He said, thanks, and then he was like, never mind. Yeah. My precious. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Then, 
random people were like, hey, I care about this, I'll help you. And he was like, but no credit for you, wahaha. Yeah. And then, okay, fine. But now, and I want to be clear, I'm not a big gamer (laughs) expert and whatnot. But like, when we say no progress in six years... What are we really? What do we mean? So no let me progress? let me like, throw something so out like, there. Let me throw what something Markiplier out there. Markiplier played in 2014. We have more than that. Uh, yeah, or... yeah, yeah. We no, no, no. I mean, we do. Okay. We have more than that aesthetically. That, no, I mean, there's definitely gameplay things that are in place that weren't in place then. But okay. But there's no point adding new features when the old features are busted. Mm-hmm. There's no point increasing the scope of the project when you can't handle the current scope that you've presented to the audience and also that you've said you want to achieve. For example, in the current build of the game, the July build of the game, you can't select to have your uh, senpai target uh, as female. You can't do it. that's cool. No, you cannot do it. Oh, that is planned. Got... If you choose that, there's an option. It says in the game, like when you're picking what your character looks like and whatever, which you can't really do anything with it either. Mm-hmm. But when you're when you're starting up the game, it says, "Do you want your uh, Do you want to be male or female? Do you want your senpai to be male or female? You can't make your your senpai female." And oh. that, if you've got female characters in the game and you've got a female main character, you would think that would be a thing that you would pretty easily. I mean, you could probably knock that out in a week. Mm-hmm. As a feature, mm-hmm. all you—I mean, it's like realistically, all you've got to do is like if you want it to be voiced, and you don't have a voice actor, that's fine. Just put text on screen. Nobody thinks this game is done yet, so yeah. just put the feature in, and then fill in the extra details later. You could do that, but he hasn't, and that would be a very easy. I mean, like the thing about an alpha build, and the thing about presenting a game to an audience and seeking money for it. Um, is that when you're marketing a game, the best thing you can do is front load what the people see, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when someone watches a video game trailer or a movie trailer, what we're seeing is completed shots. What we're seeing is completed sections of the game or some kind of illustrative image or video or gameplay that will indicate what we should be experiencing. Um... Famously, mm. Halo 2, when Halo 2 was being marketed, the first trailer slash gameplay that they released at E3 had a huge section of the game which looks incredible. It looks expansive, but it was very, very uh, hallway-like. If you were to travel a little bit off the path, the whole thing breaks. The whole E3 demo completely breaks. And the reason they showed that was because they wanted us to get a sense of what the game should feel like. Mm-hmm. Now, that part of the game that they showed at E3 doesn't even exist in the final Halo 2. It's just not there. The whole, mm-hmm. Even the gun you use isn't in, in, in the game Halo 2. But the mm-hmm. fact that they showed us something that we had confidence in, that we saw and we went, man, that looks really fun, mm-hmm. makes us want to spend our money. That's, right. exa- that's the whole point of marketing, right? His game instead is busted and missing features from the get-go. Right? From the very beginning of the game, you have the option. It says on screen, you have the option to pick a female senpai. No, you don't. That says it's coming in a later build. It's Mm -hmm. been six years. 
that's a feature that you could add in a week. But he keeps so, adding like nonsense features. Extras, Easter bonuses, eggs. Easter eggs. Yeah. And it's like, that's fun. That's nice. I like Easter eggs too. But like, you need a functional game mm-hmm. underneath all that. And there are things in the game that are unpalatable already. <laughs> in, in, in addition to all of the stuff we've said about he doesn't take criticism well. Like, there's a speedrun category for getting banned from yeah. his Discord. If you say anything <laughs> mean about... Yeah, no. If you say anything mean about him in his Discord, he'll ban you. Not and even. even. Like, sometimes you can just get banned. Mean. Yeah, you can get banned for saying something like, hey, I can't get the game running. Um, because, you know, you might legitimately want to get the game running. Mm-hmm. And you say... He, he's the best person to go to, I would imagine. Yeah, and so you go to the Discord and you say, Hey, does anybody have uh, any, any advice? I'm having a bug that's causing me to, to, you know, whatever. And at that point, you're in trouble. Yeah, because you're because criticizing you're, the project. Because you're criticizing the project. That's one of the rules for his his Discord. Yeah. Um, you can make that a rule in your favor. You can do whatever you want when you're Yandere Dev, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's, by the way, how old do you think he is? Just take a guess. You know, I don't think I've actually seen what he looks like. No, no, like. ignore oh. what he looks like. Just based on the behavior we've described, how old would you say? Oh, uh, maybe 20? He's 32. <laughs> okay. This is yeah. a grown man. So this is um, well past the age when somebody's saying I th- even slightly, and th- here's the thing, he's basically a lol cow. Mm-hmm. Right, where his behavior is so easily exploited for laughs that people Ooh. just keep doing it, and like okay. if he would just calm down, people <laughs> would forget about him. But instead, he does things and says things. We haven't even gotten to the worst stuff he's done. Yeah, I so, haven't even talked about the whole Eva Zephon phase. I don't know if we're going to get to that, but in case we I don't, mean, lots of videos. To, you can you can go for it. Uh, one well, thing while I, guess, I pull up the 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 receipts on the stuff yeah. I was going to talk about. Yeah, Zach, say ask your thing first, and then I'll get into um, the the throwback yeah. history. Um, I think this is just my final thing because, like, or I think we're already starting to get a picture of like we're dealing with a really immature. I want to. I guess we go. I guess I'll figure out more. But right now, I'm wondering if he's like kind of just like a, you know, like that artist mentality. Um, that I've never experienced firsthand, but like, you know, some people can be really like passionate about their work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the fact that he doesn't seem to be making as much progress as he arguably should. Yeah. Like something, goes... something I will say is that as an artist, and this is like coming from somebody who considers myself a hobby artist, but like in whatever craft you do, you need to be able to take criticism because. Usually that criticism comes from a place of wanting you to do better and wanting you to succeed. Not all the time. Like, you can get, like, some people who are like, "Mm, this sucks just to say that it sucks for no reason. But usually people want to help you. So they'll give you criticism and they'll give you feedback because they see potential in you to do better. And if you refuse to take that criticism, you refuse to take any form of feedback, you're going to stay in a rut of, like, your current skill level, and you're never going to see yourself improve. And that's, you're doing yourself a a disservice when you do that, because you could be this great artist or this good game developer or this amazing whatever, but you're like, "Mm, no, I'm great the way I am. Yes, you are, but you could be better. Yeah, I like... 
you know, even on me, like, on a lesser or just different scale, like, with editing these videos, like, before Kind of Friends, I never edited a video before in my life, and I think pretty much every time I edit a video, not every time, so that's not, that's not that dramatic, but, like, <laughs> sometimes, like, Bob or Connor will be like, hey, you know, I noticed this thing, if you do this, it'll be good, mm -hmm. and my first reaction is, oh my gosh, I'm trash, I need to just <laughs> throw in the towel, no, <laughs> but I listen, and it's usually right, yeah. <laughs> like, there have so... been times where we've, like, put a video up, and we're like, oh, hold on, we gotta fix something, <laughs> can't hear anybody, yeah, <laughs> Oh, why are there these big, like, silences? This is weird. <laughs> but then we fix it because we're like, oh, uh-oh, we made a mistake. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to, like, do something and then realize, oh, no, this is, I should change that. That's, it's part of growing. It's part of being a person. But you gotta recognize when somebody's like, hey, I'm here to help you. Yeah. And I mean, I think that is something that's just so interesting with like, you know, um, like as tossed around the term like cancel culture is mm -hmm. right now, but like it is very, I think it's definitely getting blurred like genuine criticism and hate. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, you know, like uh, if you could, your audio is kind of imbalanced, just that's something like yeah. if like, if it's like, oh, well, I don't have, like, a good mic, or I'm still figuring it out, it's a work in progress, like, if you, even if you can't, like, adjust whatever the issue is right now, mm -hmm. there's no reason to get mad at whoever's pointing out whatever they're pointing at. Yeah, and I'm gonna get into that in a second once I start getting into the, the Yandere dev lore, but <laughs> to, to steer this ship back uh, into the sea... Yeah. Um, I mentioned, I mentioned the name or the pseudonym rather, Eva Zephon. So before, yes. before Yandere Dev was Yandere Dev, he was a youngster on the internet. He was like, hi everybody, I'm Eva Zephon. Um, except he wasn't a nice sweet boy like he tries to, uh, present himself as. Usually like when you watch a Yandere Dev video, he's like, hello everybody, Today, I am giving you the January update for Yandere Simulator. That's not what he's really like. Here's what he's really like. Oh, no. Uh, no two ways about it. This man's an incel. <laughs> and I'm not just calling him an incel to call him an incel. You go back and you find, like, some posts that he made back in the day. It's real gross and nasty. Um, some highlights. He said that he wanted to kill his parents. Um, and I think I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> just that I stuff you don't case, say. In case you, mostly my dad listening, don't know what an incel is, <laughs> it means an involuntary celibate. So that's like a guy who's mad at people because for women not don't like them. Him. Usually, yeah. the problem with incels—I say usually, but always—the <laughs> problem with incels is that their personality is garbage. Um, and therefore women do not want to be around them because they're awful to be around. And so they equate that with like, oh, women do not like me. Oh, I hate women. Uh, that's our, that's our man yandere, Dev. Uh, <laughs> I would like to say, though, that parrot murder usually does not factor in, does it? Uh, you know, mm, I would say no, but let's look at some of the big examples of incels. I, I think we should step away from yeah. the whole incel topic for a second here, because there's stuff in the game that's not speculative. Yeah. That is very, very weird and mm -hmm. bad. Ooh, One let's... of the things, the game is set in high school. Oh, right? I can't wait there to talk about this. There are high schoolers. 
there are high schoolers everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he says, he says, let me see if I can find it exactly. I found the part <laughs> where he, quote unquote, debunks the claim that he didn't want, he wanted to kill his parents. Actually, you know what? I want to mention something about that. He has a um, he has a section on his his website called um, debunks. Oh boy! And in okay. it, and in it, he he actually mentions the uh, Yandere Dev wants to kill his parents. In short, no, I don't. I was ex- this is his response. I was in short, surprised to no. learn that when, well, I was extremely surprised to learn that when I was a kid, I apparently wrote a post about being so angry with my parents that I wanted them to die. I have absolutely no memory of ever feeling that way towards my parents, but since this post exists, I guess I must have felt that way at some point in time. That post was written when I was a teenage kid. Grr, I hate my parents. I wish they were dead. Is the sort of thing that an edgy teenager kid would say. This doesn't seem like a reflection of who I am. It seems like a reflection of what edgy teenage kids are like. I'll be honest... I don't really care. That's because, not like, what he I, said, though, because he, he went into I mean, quite great detail, but sure, you're 14 and you're angry. I'll give you a pass there, but not really. Yeah, I never said anything like that as an edgy teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know lots of edgy teenagers who never did, you know, like, that's not, that's not a thing. Um... Then here's another one that's an interesting thing. These are things I'm pulling from his debunk section. So, like, these are things where someone, people have made this accusation at him long enough that he has to clarify about before it. Before you say right? that, before you go into that, something I just want to say. Imagine you just heard about this game and you're like, oh boy, I can't wait to find out more information about this game that I like a whole lot. And you go to the website and you're clicking around, you're rating up on all the information you can find. And you come across this section of the website. You know nothing about the developer. You don't know anything about the drama that he's been involved in. You're just a new player and you're ready to to learn. Go ahead. (laughs) You know what? That's actually a good point. I was wondering, like, you know, because of, like, the few games that I've played. um, I don't even think I can think of anybody right now. I feel like there is... One developer that I was like, oh, I'm, like, so happy that they did this. But even then, I don't really know. Is it normal to know this much about the developer of a game? Not really. No. No. Um, Okay, so Yandere Dev told someone to, and I'm going to say this, but I want you to bleep the first word I'm about to say. Okay. For the sake of your video. (laughs) For the sake of monetization. Yandere Dev told someone themselves on stream he did he did that twice to do different people on that stream this is from his website his explanation of what happened in short this did actually happen but there is context that you are probably unaware of first of all and he's about to describe the context he's about to describe the context but let's put, put a pause right now and just say that's never an okay thing to say no not at all you know (laughs) <laughs> first quote i'm reading from his from his website first it's extremely important to acknowledge that there's a massive difference between sincerely telling someone to c- simply saying a rude phrase in a brief moment of anger that's not a rude phrase that's that's way more than a rude phrase it doesn't what? matter whether you say it in a moment of anger or a sincere attempt it does not matter you don't say yeah. that to people just you know quick disclaimer 
it's never okay because you don't know the other person on the other side could be going through those sorts of tendencies mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. and you're just pushing them over. Mm-hmm. So it's never okay to even joke like that. So here's here's what it says. <clears throat> In order to understand what happened, you need to remember what I stated at the top of this page. A group of people spent more than a year harassing me on a daily basis. You really need to keep this in mind. It's extremely important. Being subjected to that much abuse had an extremely negative impact on my mental health. One time, when I was streaming a video game, someone came into my stream and started harassing me. I figured that it was one of the trolls who had been tormenting me for more than a year. After more than a year of daily harassment, I was fed up with being abused and mistreated. In a spontaneous moment of anger, I said said that phrase to the troll i've i've only said once in my entire life not the sort of i'm not normal i'm not the sort of guy who normally says this sort of thing sure dan torment abuse whatever blah 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 last paragraph i later learned that the person i said to was actually a fan of yandere simulator who was inadvertently being annoying and obnoxious idiot uh wait so first, I want to discuss that phrasing like, real quick. I had, I, accidentally mistaken, I had accidentally mistaken them for one of the trolls who had been harassing me. I actually said to an innocent person, and I feel bad about that. Full had, stop. Full, let me put uh, the pump the brakes here. Even if they weren't, quote unquote, innocent, that's still not okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't, because he, you know, he uses a lot of strong language here, saying, like, I want, I would, is there any way, are either of you guys familiar with what exactly, what these trolls were doing? Uh, I mean, people going into his Discord servers and being a little obnoxious, but, like, basically posting memes. I definitely get how it would be annoying. I mm-hmm. definitely get how it could... Like, there are people who will send really angry things to him. I supported Ooh. you on Patreon, and you're not... You're wasting your time, something, something. Those kinds of things, I get that. Probably people thre- telling him to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there are definitely people out there who will take things... Take criticism and throw it to the wayside in order to just be mean on the internet. Yeah. I get okay. that. And I okay. totally understand. I totally understand how frustrating that can be. Sometimes we get that on our videos, not very often, but we're not very big. If if I made if we made as much of a stink on the internet and we're such a lol cow on the internet, I'm certain we would get the same kind of response. But but that doesn't excuse this behavior. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, it actually doesn't excuse how ready he is to be this bad, mm-hmm. basically at all yeah. times. Because, like... because when the lead developer of Lovesick was in contact, was was in contact with Yandere Dev fairly recently. I think it was within the last month. Mm-hmm. He last said, couple weeks, and I'm, probably. I'm quoting here. This is messages from Yandere Dev to the d- developer of Lovesick. The actual drama started a while ago, but I don't feel like talking about that. If you are aware that your project is having so many destructive consequences on another person's life, how can you possibly continue? Don't you see how harmful and damaging this is for me? If the cost of Yandere Simulator was ending a person's life, I'd cancel development. That threat. So he is telling. He's telling the, the developer, developer of, of the, the other fan guy. game or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Right. That if he, you need to stop, or I'm, I'm going, going to, to commit do bad thing. 
Like, yes. dude. What? Okay, I mean, ugh, there's so much to unpack. Okay, before I touch that, I just going back, like, and, it, it, to the troll and he, thing. He, okay, go ahead. Whatever. I just want to say, he, he has a section on his debunk section about that screenshot, about that quote, and it's pretty <laughs> dicey. Okay. His explanation is really dicey. Well, okay, before Do we, we expect any there, less of him, though? <laughs> I'm get this is, you know, I'm glad that we're doing this because this is just a lot of, I understand why people are talking about him already and you're not even done. Uh, we so, haven't even gotten to the gross stuff in the game yet. In the game. We're not even talking about the game. Yeah, this is we've all barely stuff in spoken the real about the game. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, wait. Okay. So back to this troll thing. Like, you know, we said our piece, like it's never okay to tell someone to do harmful yeah yeah do that thing um but you know i can understand i can sympathize like in a fit of anger you say whatever you say you know um that's and you can but you can, and you say sorry and you move on but it's weird that he didn't just say like you know I was, I was really frustrated i said that you know i'm sorry but it's like he says like no those people still deserve to do that it's just this person likes me, mm-hmm. so they shouldn't have had to hear that. Yeah. But those people who bug me, they should do it. Yeah. Still. Like, this Which doesn't I apply to you if thing. you're, like, a nice, supportive fan of me. If you're, a, if you're a goblin gremlin hater, yeah, I meant what I said, and I'm not taking it back. What's wrong with you? That's Why weird, would you say that? Just, like, even if that's how you feel inside your heart of hearts. Don't put that out into yeah. the internet space. And don't, at least don't put it on this section that you've put, like, there's a lot of controversy around me. This will clear that right up. Yeah. Don't put that there. At least put it everywhere else but there. And again, imagine <laughs> if you're a new player, you just want to, like, look up fun stuff about the game because the game's not done and it's been six years. So you go to the <laughs> website, you see this blog post, you read the whole thing in full. You had no idea this was happening prior <laughs> to you discovering this game. <laughs> Now, let me be clear. Let me be clear real quick. Can I get an example of a game that took six years to finish? Just like, you know. Um, okay. Um, Cuphead? Yeah, Cuphead took six years. Because every Cuphead frame in the game. More than that, I think. Yeah, they took a yeah. break in between. But th- that game took so long to develop because every frame is hand drawn. So, understandably, yeah, like, it takes drawn and scanned. Yeah. Right, um, then oh, yeah, there's the game, oh. uh, there's the game, uh, Duke Nukem Forever is noted, like, noted to be a game that got stuck. It was 14 years of development, mm. and they ended up with a very mediocre game. And the reason for that is because uh, the game started development in one engine, and then moved to another engine, and then they ran out of money, and then they moved to another engine, and they ran out of money in that engine, and then the project was dead for a while, and they got picked up and got moved to another, like... They went Big through mess. so many different changes because the guys making the game mishandled the project. And okay. eventually it came out and it wasn't that great, but like... Good for them for finishing for it anyways. Yeah, they got it done and it was over and whatever, right? And, you know, that's not to say that those guys are bad programmers. Yeah. You can still, you can screw up the development of a game and still end, and end up with a mediocre project and still be a talented developer, mm-hmm. right? If Yandere Dev were to finish the game now, then 
I don't know how he could then turn around and pivot that into a career anywhere else in the game industry because mm-hmm. he has a reputation, his real name, his real face, and several of his pseudonyms are all already out there on the internet for people to look up. And mm-hmm. if anyone looks him up, like he tries to apply at any of the big publishers or any of the big developers or even at any of the small developers, the first thing that comes up when they seek him out is this guy can't work with people. This guy backstabs people. He steals money. He breaks contracts. Yeah. He has he's he's incapable of taking criticism, even if that stuff's not true. Even yeah, if it's he... not true, he has completely screwed himself. Mm-hmm. And this isn't his first yeah. game either. To kind of segue back into like Yandere Dev not being able to take criticism, the first game that he made, I don't know how many years ago this was. This was before 2014 for sure. He made a game called Lunar Scythe. Not very good. Never played it. I don't think you can play it because it's kind of lost, but like not good. So he took this game to uh, one of the developers for Skullgirls, Mike Z. And it pains me to say Z, but. <laughs> but Mike Z. Because you want to say Mike Zed? Yeah, but that sounds terrible. You silly kid. Mike Zed. So he brings this game to him and he's like, please play my game and tell you what you think. So he plays the game and he's like, it's not very good. I'm sorry, buddy. This It's a little bit of a mess. But hey, you know what? That's okay. It's your first try. I'm going to give you some pointers for how to improve your skill and how to better yourself as a game developer. And Yandere Dev said, oh, wow, thank you, Mike Z. That was so helpful. I will absolutely take this advice and make a good, successful game in a reasonable amount of time. Except he didn't do that. He expected Mike Z to give him a pat on the butt and tell him he did a great job. And now he uses this as like, oh, I'm now going to spite Mike Z and make the best game ever uh, because he told me I'm a loser. I have the exact post that he wrote. Uh, on 4chan about getting these message getting these messages back from Mike Z, oh, who no. reminder gave him the idea that like hey man you know here's where i think you should work on it here's what i think you should do skullgirls by the way a phenomenal fighting game yeah um, i never played it so but one I, of our mutual friends used to play it all the time oh, in high school so it looks lovely it's so good yeah um it's a really great game and uh really complicated and interesting and and that's kind of the thing that inspired um, Yandere Dev. So I'm like, cool, great. You were inspired by an artist and you went to that artist and you showed him and the artist had some critiques for you, but mm-hmm. Mike C is notably a very cool guy to be around. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't, my, I know, I know a guy who met him at a, at a con and he was really cool there and that's cool. Um, this is what, uh, he said on 4chan. I was inspired to become an indie dev by a very well-known programmer who almost single-handedly programmed a fighting game. He was my hero, my inspiration. I decided to try my hand at making a fighting game engine. I worked on it for three months, and I was really proud of it, so I decided to show it to my hero. He was really unimpressed. He asked to see my code and criticized it very harshly. He told me he would never want to hire me or work for me. He told me that my engine was absolute garbage. He told me that with the level of coding experience he had back in 1999, he could have made a better engine than I'd made. This is not... This is not true. <laughs> oh, no. This is My a lie. <laughs> this is just not true. He's just made this up. Um, 
Prior to that experience, I was feeling very confident about my coding ability, but after meeting my hero and showing him my game, I just felt like some kind of talentless fraud. I felt like I had just wasted the last three months. I started wondering if I should abandon the game, abandon my dreams of a career in the game industry. I wonder if I should never have faith in my own talent again. Worst of all, my hero said all of this in the chat room with my friends in it, making me look terrible in front of everyone. I lost the respect of my friends, my self-confidence, my career plans, three months of work, and my dream of making a fighting game all in one night. It was devastating. I became depressed. I turned my depression into a burning hatred, hatred that fuels my desire to develop indie games and eventually outshine that a-hole. <laughs> like, he uses you this as, funny. like, a don't-meet-your-heroes type of thing. But, like, Mike, yeah. he was definitely like, hey, you can do better. Like, Yonder Dove went to school <laughs> for, like, some type of game development degree, right? Like, I don't know what it I was. Like, he went to university of santa monica or whatever for some type of associate's degree that has something to do with game development so he has some skill level in game development and i guess he's just using none of that knowledge um and i want to touch on the coding for a second i know absolutely nothing about coding i used to do like the html coding for my tumblr blogs back in 2015 and all that knowledge is gone so bob can you explain the difference between a switch statement and an if-else statement? Sure. Because um, sure. I've heard people explain it, and I can't wrap my brain around it. Okay, so uh, an if-else. Um, if-else is like a really... I, I would say I say primitive in the meaning that like it's older than a switch statement, right? So like if-else is not primitive as in unuseful. It's still very useful in certain circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's just that an if-else is less useful when you've got lots of options. And here's uh, here's the here's the basic gist of it. If I say, if in programming, and I'll try to make this clear, I, I hope I can, um, an if-else is going to be something like, if statement is true, like I hand you a fruit, or mm -hmm. let's say I, I'm going to hand you an object, and you okay. have, uh, you have uh, options for if it's an apple, a banana, uh, uh, an orange... Or anything else, okay. right? So the if-else way to do it would be, if object is an apple, do something. Else if the object is a banana, do something. Else if it's an orange, do something. Else whatever you should do if it's none of those, right? So in that case, if I hand you a wrench, it's not an apple, it's not a banana, it's not an orange. So... It goes through and it says, okay, let me check if it's an apple. No, it's not an apple. Move on. Then it does another check. Oh, if, is it a banana? Okay, no, it's not a banana. Let me move on. Oh, is it an orange? No, it's not an orange. Let's move on. Oh, now we're at the else statement. We'll just do that. So right? you have so, to cycle so, through all the options before you get to the one. cycle through That's all the options. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. With a switch statement, instead it's just switch object. And then you have a list of options. And so then, instead of doing a check to say, you know, is it an apple? No. Is it a banana? No. Is it an orange? No. Instead, it would be switch, um, switch apple, switch banana, switch orange, and the code would go, I have an object, it is a wrench, therefore, go to the end. It just skips over checking all the conditions. Okay. So it checks it once. Versus checking it three times. Okay. So, right? In so, checking it once versus checking it three times doesn't sound like a big deal, except that when your computer needs to spend processor time checking things, and you have every character with hundreds of if statements running simultaneously, 
because some of those should be grouped into like 20 states of switch you know you can you can cut that processor time down by a, a, a like a, a factor of 20 mm-hmm. because you've taken 20 if statements and turned them all into one switch statement now that's not going to be for every switch and sometimes if it's like yes or no you can usually just do an, an, an if else that won't have any computational benefit to go if versus switch right right um but all these characters are constantly doing things like, can I see the character? Do I see a knife? Do I see this thing? Do I see that thing? Nesting ifs means that you have to do all the ifs in the entire... I mean, it's it's a matter of it clogs up the, code, the amount of work. My understanding. Yeah, it clogs up the code, and it means that if you don't have a super powerful PC, then you can't run the game well. Mm-hmm. And... At the end of the day, when you're playing a game, it needs to be able to run for anyone to even have a chance of enjoying the game. Yeah. And he likes I to say, remember, like, you need a gaming um, computer to play um, Yandere Simulator. No, you just need to cut your code down so the game works. And he's yeah, capable of writing switch statements. People have, like, gone through the code and be like, here's a switch statement, but here's an if-else statement that does the exact he's same thing. He's gone through code and, and pointed out, like, here's where you've got a switch statement. And he says, see, I can write an, a switch statement. But he refuses to go back through his bad old code and fix the old stuff that has a bunch of if statements because it would take too long. But he says it takes like two seconds. I'm like, okay, so then just spend a day or a couple of days going through the code and fixing it. One thing about the good computer deal is I remember when I was watching Markiplier's videos. I should really get back into watching him, I guess. (laughs) I really enjoyed watching those. I, I don't know if they're still up. I don't. Probably. But anyway, when I watch those, and, like, he does, he plays games and televises them for a living, Mm. so I imagine he has a pretty good computer. (laughs) So that being said, he was still, like, he, and he has such a delightful spirit. He never got (laughs) mad at all. But he was like, oh, it's kind of... It's a little laggy. A little laggy. Oh, the frame rate's kind of not there. I do remember with the uh, Yonder, I don't know if she went through any changes or whatever, but the whoever, the Yandere that's killing everybody, I remember she moved in a weird way. She and, still like, she'd be here, and then, like, it, like, we would see nothing, and then she was, like, a little bit more away. Yeah, and, like, the character animations yeah. are interesting. They're not great. Um mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a game developer. I'm not a modeler, so I don't know how difficult it is to like animate moving. Yeah, but like it's been six years. I'm not an animator. I have no idea. But there are people who are capable and willing to help, Mm -hmm. and he won't take their help because he won't credit them. Yeah. Um. I'm here's an here's a. Can we talk about the game a little bit? Yes, yeah. I have um, so many notes on the game. So. I want to. I want to say a couple things. I'm going to post in muted here. Um, so, this is from out of context Yandere Dev, which is great a, Twitter, a Twitter account. account. Twitter account um, where he says out of context, but a lot of times he provides the context. I think it started off as just, like, him posting memes, but then he's like, no, I'm going to become, like, a Yandere Data Digger 2.0 and, like, provide context. (laughs) So that's fair. I'm I'm taking screenshots here so that you can put these in the video if you want. Um, 
here they've got here's a tweet where they show <laughs> the, the heaviest model in Yandere Simulator is actually a toothbrush, and five thousand five hundred ninety-two faces, meaning it takes you know. Do you, do you understand the basics of three D modeling, Lil Z? Um. Just from looking at this... It looks we, very uh, complicated, right? Well, I guess the what bristles. I was going to say was... Like, yeah. Um, just I mean, with the whole, like, almost 6K faces or whatever, I'm assuming... Like... Surfaces? Faces are the, faces yeah. are the surfaces, exactly. Okay. Here's in the replies to that. Somebody wrote... Uh, somebody named Turbo Turbonic Z Sino. Um, mm-hmm. He modeled really quickly um, a new toothbrush that could be used. And it's 188 polygons of toothbrush. And you That's might be like... faces. Yeah, polygons and faces are the same. Um, oh, okay. So, so you can see the difference here. And the difference is that Turbonic is coming out of this from the approach of it's a toothbrush, nobody cares. Not only does nobody care... But having it small in a scene means that almost no one will ever see most of the toothbrush. You don't even have to, like, have the whole toothbrush visible. If you need it as a prop, put it in a glass, model the glass, put the top of the toothbrush in the glass, problem solved. So, yeah, I guess, you know, so so in the game, it's not like... You kill people with a toothbrush. No, even even if you do, even if you do, even if you do kill people with a toothbrush, it doesn't really matter because you could use that bottom model for a toothbrush in a game that has stylized to look like anime anyway. Sharp Mm -hmm. angles are part of the anime aesthetic, Mm -hmm. so you can you can easily use this bottom one for everything you need because you're never going to have it scaled up to the size where you're going to look at the fine detail, right? Yeah. Unless your character shrinks down and walks between the bristles of those toothbrushes, (laughs) you don't need all the bristles. (laughs) It's just... true, yeah. Why? You just don't need it. And the fact that it's designed for realism in CGI commercials totally makes sense because, you know, if I'm uh, making a commercial for a toothbrush company or like a toothpaste company and i want an image of a toothbrush to be zoomed in on and then toothpaste to go on it and do something with that you want it to look good it makes perfect sense you want it to look good even on very zoomed in scales right but this game is not about toothbrushes it's not toothbrush simulator right (laughs) you all you have to do to make that toothbrush look okay is just like color in the sides to look like it's got bristles like, that's... oh. Well, we're on the topic I of things think... in the game. Sorry, Zach, yeah. say your thing, and then we'll so that's, scoot over. That's a segue, a, a nice thing. That's the nice thing in the game that's not, <laughs> that's not great. Uh, there I are guess... things in the game that aren't so nice. The one, I guess, yeah, before you tell me those, I'm just, I really want to take in that this guy, and I don't know his level of expertise, but... He did this in eight minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know his level of expertise. Um, But it's better than mine, because I can't 3D model. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. He says he he models and animates and makes music. That's what he says on his his Twitter. Which is like, Go follow Turbonic Z. Well, we don't don't know what else he's into. (laughs) He might be cool. He might be really bad. I have no idea. But in this case... 
He's okay. He can make one nice toothbrush. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent He's toothbrush. At least competent, competent <laughs> at his proposed job. Yeah. All right. Where do we begin <laughs> with the stuff in the game that's bad? Can I can I begin with something? Yes. Um okay, so you've got uh male characters and female characters. Mm-hmm. Um and they're in a high school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um uh Lil Z, uh what's the um age range of people in high school? Um if we're going to go young, it's like 14 to 18. Actually, you're wrong. It's all 18-year-olds. <laughs> it's just a high school full of 12th grade students who all happen to have fall, summer, no, fall, winter, and spring birthdays. No summer birthdays. What a coincidence. Yeah, and in fact, how, what's, what? what's especially weird is how he says... Uh, and I'm trying to find the exact the exact wording he says. He says uh, that all the characters in the game are 18, Despite... even if otherwise specified. If that's what? like your only, I, in my notes I say somewhere. Uh, am where I do the I only one it? falling into a pit now? Like, like what? What did I say in my notes? I said if that's your only like excuse for like why something is the way it is hey ignore like the conflicting evidence what i say is true no that's a bad excuse there is absolutely no way that every student in this high school including one of the potential rivals who's nowhere near implemented is supposed to be like senpai's little sister who's like two like one to two years younger than him and one to two grades behind him. There's absolutely no, no way that she is also 18. That's a bold faced lie. Well, I, mean, here, I guess here's something that I think is weird about that. Um, well, okay, one, I it's weird that, like, you know, even I think in the last video we did was we were talking about Glee. Our last deep dish card in the corner. There we're talking is. about how like they always wanna um, like sexualize teens. Mr. Shoe cells. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, but you know you can do that. So it's not like it gets. It's not like he's the only one who isn't. I don't. Is it like assumed that like oh he's so creepy? It seems like I'm trying. He is sorry, creepy. <laughs> It seems like he's making it creepy he, by yeah. being like, no, it's all on the up and up, guys. Absolute, I'm not creepy. Absolutely. If he was just like, it's a high school thing and like, you know, it's, I mean, there's anime Zags. about Zags. this. Sweetie, there's a whole game <laughs> mechanic where you sell panty shots of other students. That's yeah, an entire that's, game that mechanic, and that got his well. game banned from Twitch because Twitch was like, "This isn't okay. These are high school students." And Alex, ooh, almost said his name. His name's Alex. We all know that. Yandre Dev was like, "Ooh, what do you mean? They're all eighteen. I don't see why that's a problem. Taking panty shots of people, regardless of how old they are, is gross and nasty." No. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. There's a character. There's a character. No, hang on. There's a character in the game you give the panty shots to in order to get... You use it like a currency with that character. Um, but there's also real currency and, in the game. No, no, hang, hang on, hang on. And there's also uh, your character murders people and and does other things. Like, you have to get a fake ID in order to buy, uh, I believe, to buy alcohol mm-hmm. um, in the game and other things. And 
we're not saying I don't I don't want it to be said that like Yandere Dev is supporting any of those activities. But he did build it into his game. Mm-hmm. He also and sorry you don't have to build it into your game. Mm-hmm. Another thing that he said that really supports the like him being a creepy weirdo was his whole like <laughs> the, the the license. I'm not gonna say what the license is for, but if you know anything about this man, you know what I'm referring to. I do wanna say this is I just found the screenshot. I forgot that it's in the game, it yeah. says all characters depicted are 18 or older, even if otherwise specified, which is, mm. I don't, I mean, like, that's not even a thing of, like, they're all 18 just because I say so, because that's the argument of, like, when you're looking at, like, a lolly manga, which is, like, She's really 400, touchy. it's okay. Right, that's touchy, but at the very least, it's a consistent message, right, where you say, I'm the artist and I'm saying this. In this case, he makes the game. He says in one place, the starting of the game, they're 18 or older. And then in a completely different place, it says, even if otherwise stated, even if otherwise specified, you're the one specifying. <laughs> this is your game. If you game. are the one specifying, you don't need to, like, I'm never going to say I'm 27. Except on Thursdays. Mm. I'm never going <laughs> to say that. Uh, like, I... D- why? Why? No. And, like, for sure, the only reason why he's like, oh, don't worry, they're all 18, is so he can put these characters in lewd situations and so he can sell body pillows of the characters. That's the thing he's doing. I'm not Which, just saying that for the sake of saying that. Character- I thought he said they were ugly. Why is what? It, Wait, no, what? It's too soon to sell them. No, look, look. Again, I don't even necessarily have a problem with that. Because... If he set the game in college, then he can sell body pillows of his characters. Yeah. I don't really care. Like, I don't care, like, what... My problem because, comes like, from his... the fact that they're high school students. It's right. the same He's problem I have with shows game. like Riverdale. Where yeah. they're like, ooh, look, they're all 16, but ooh, look at this situation. Ooh, I'm like, you that's know, gross. Like, Stop. Yeah, you know... Again, card in the corner for when I talked about Riverdale. I don't even remember if this is the episode that I talked about with Rogue. But, like, the way that they majorly downplayed Archie's canoodling with his teacher mm-hmm. is so weird. That reminds I mean, me. <laughs> it rivals Pretty Little Liars. Another thing um, that's in this game is you have the ten rivals, right? Remember, it's taken six years for one rival to not even be finished yet. But uh, there's supposed to be ten. At least two of the rivals are staff at the yeah, school. Yeah, I don't know. He says... he's. Let me, oh, yeah, that's true. He also said that he's not ready to release the game as uh, a full... or. Let me see. What, he says, uh, when will the first official rival be implemented the first official rival reached a state of rough completion in December 2019. He said that uh, Osana was supposed to be finished in December of 2016. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, I estimate the first official arrival will be released in June 2020. Depending on how much I would like to polish the overall experience before releasing her, it's possible it, she may not be released until July 2020. I believe she is released at time of recording. Um, and I believe he also said that he wants to have uh, at least two rivals done before he officially releases the game. And I would like to say, uh, <laughs> no. Are we going to be done with the game in 2045? <laughs> okay, wait. No. Okay. Again, I understand that, like, this, you know, pretty much all of this, Discord chat aside, this is all pretty much new information to me. So. I keep bringing it back to the six years business. Mm-hmm. But next, what has he been doing? Streaming for, for eight hours a day and then complaining, oh, I never take time off from developing this game. And then you go to like his Twitch highlights and it's just hours and hours of him playing games. I'm like, other buddy. Game, like, not like his game? No, not his not game. Stream? Just playing other games. And I mean, like, it's, it is, you know, he could do that. Yeah. Like if people want, like you know, there are, he knows there are professional Twitch streamers. He could do that. He could say like, "Look, I'm handing over the reins of development to someone who wants to finish it up. Mm-hmm. I'm so, completely cutting myself off from this project, and instead I'm going to become a Twitch streamer. And if he wanted to do that, he could. And I'm certain there would be people who would still donate to him. And I mean, he's still got a bunch of people on his Patreon. They, yeah. Those people would probably, some of them would probably leave, but. I mean, there are probably a fair few who would just move, move yeah. with him. He'd still get a good little chunk of dough from doing Twitch. Yeah, and that's fine. You're He's allowed to yeah. do that. That would be totally fine. And, you know, I don't think anybody would really mind. But instead, like, I don't know how he's going to pivot this ludicrously bad ludicrously bad um uh what's it called reputation that he has yeah into something productive i don't know know how he's gonna do that and this is um one thing i do remember from the discord chat that um aaron and i think brought up uh like so i heard about this years ago because i saw markiplier play with it and he was like, yeah, this is cool. For, totally forgot about it. And then I just sort of see it, like, lighting up on YouTube trending again, this Yandari dev person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, this is the news. But, like, let's say he finishes the game tonight. Does uh-huh. anybody really care anymore? Like, isn't the meme kind of over? It doesn't really seem like... It's, like, kind of, like... As relevant as, like, the Emoji movie? No? Like, Like, are people still into Yandere? Back in the day, back in, like, 2016, I think that 2016 was, like, the best year for Yandere Simulator. Everybody was playing it. You had these big YouTubers who are really invested in the game, and they're like, yeah, this is great. So Yandere Simulator was, like, a competitor for indie games at the time. Those indie games have come and gone. They have been successful or they flopped or whatever the case may be. Yandere Simulator has not progressed at all. And that trend for simulation games or like blank simulator, that trend has gone. Yeah, that's so dead. So I don't Um, know how this game can be successful in a 2020 game climate. I mean, 
I see he, one of the debunk things he has here is Yandere Dev is intentionally prolonging the game's development to make as much money as possible from Patreon. I don't think that's true. And the reason I don't think that's true isn't because I don't think that's what's happening, although I think it is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think he's not doing it on purpose. Um, I would probably, I mean, he's got this long thing writing why he, you know, doesn't think that's true. And his chief among his reasons is, I rarely mention my Patreon. I've uploaded blah, blah, blah. And I only mentioned my Patreon about three to four times in total across my YouTube channel. If my intention was to milk the Patreon, wouldn't I be constantly mentioning it in my YouTube videos? Whatever. Fair enough. I don't really care. Later on in that same post, he says, the game is taking a long time to develop for several reasons. And here are the four reasons that he has listed. One, Yandere Simulator is much more, Yandere Simulator is much more ambitious and complex than an average indie game. Oh, I need to touch, I need to touch on that Two, in a second. early in the game's development, I adopted an unreasonable update schedule. One major feature every two weeks. As a result, the game was developed under crunch time for several years straight. 15 hour workdays, no vacations, constantly sacrificing physical and psychological health, etc. This caused me to become burned out, which severely reduced my productivity. Etc. Etc. Then I have been mischaracterized, mis- misportrayed, misrepresented, and character assassinated by drama YouTubers who financially benefit from producing content. Remember, this was all supposed to be a description of why Yandere Dev, Dev is not intentionally prolonging the game's development to make as much money as possible from Patreon. I don't know how we've gotten over here. Yeah. Then the last point is I've been harassed and abused on a daily basis for about five years. Log off. <laughs> I, yeah. Log off. Now, I do How are you going to be cyberbullied if you aren't online? Log off. Tyler, the creator, want, whatever year he said that. I want to uh, point to a game that I think embodies what a, um, a, an indie developer can do, given the competence, the motivation, and the great attitude that he's had. Um, there's a game called Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades. Um <laughs> Game came out in 2016. It is still in early access, but it's Ooh. charging $20. And almost everybody I know who has a VR headset has purchased this game. And the reason why is because it's a very, very good game. Um, he's the, the guy who's making it, the guy who's making it, accepts help, credits people, makes, he's made a, he's, basically he's done like physics simulations for a ton of different guns. Mm-hmm. And he's, I, 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 I would assume he's, he's something of a, uh, um, you know, uh, he, a, f- a fan of, of fi- different kinds of firearms, historical firearms, etc. And the game is basically a simulator for guns. There's no story mode. There's no... It's just gun uh, simulator. It's just gun simulator. <laughs> and yet the game has overwhelmingly positive reviews. And what's interesting here is every week he uploads an update to, it's a devlog of the things he's done, the changes he's made, the the features that he's working on, the features that have been finished. And it's, they're like 15 to 20 minute videos describing what, uh, what he's been doing. And he has, uh, his name's Anton Hand, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his YouTube handle. I don't know if that's his real name. But the fact that, as basically one man with some help from others, but he's the, the main person behind it. He has taken an idea that he had and ran with it in a productive way and been 
motivated and 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 successful in turning just an idea, a dream, into something really tangible that people can really appreciate that takes way more complex, like is way more complex as a game um, and way more complex from a technical standpoint than Yandere Simulator. Um, and it runs much better and is a much fuller, more complete game that he keeps adding to. Uh, that's the kind of thing that someone in the games industry would like to see. Mm-hmm. Anton is not going to have a problem Mm-hmm. going to a game developer and saying, hey, here's my body of work. It's one game. I don't know. If he, maybe he has more games. It doesn't really matter. Even if he went with just the one game, yeah. he could go, here's my body of work. Everyone loves it. You've played it. I made it. <laughs> you want to hire me? And they can just go, yes, of course we want to hire mm-hmm. you. We're lucky to have you apply. Yandere Dev is never going to have that yeah. experience. You mentioned something about, like, uh... My train of thought just left the station, so excuse me. But a point that I want to make is that Yandere Simulator has no solid direction. Like, there's no, like, plan for what's happening. Yandere Dev just adds things to the game whenever he feels like it. And whatever he's like, oh, this seems like it'd be something cool. There are so many different ideas for the game that it just keeps piling on top of this spaghetti code and this big mess of a game. <laughs> there's no, like, there's no foundation for the game. There's no solid, like, roadmap for how, like, the game development is supposed to go. New players who play the game, they get in and they're like, I have no idea what to do. There's, like, the tutorial makes no sense. It's just a bunch of text. And then, like, like how are you supposed to play a game where there's no direction and how are you as the developer supposed to make a game with no direction of course the end goal is like implement all 10 rivals and then go for it but like from point a to point z nothing there's nothing in between yeah and and i mean it is possible to create a game where there's no direct uh you know, instructions or tutorial mm-hmm. or whatever. Minecraft. Yeah. There's no tutorial in Minecraft. You just go for um, it. You and, build. And and until the game was one was out of beta, the game was they were still adding features. They're still adding features now. Mm-hmm. And you might say like, well, when are they going to be done? Who knows when they're going to be done? Every point along the way, the game is playable. The game is functional. The game is fun. I mean, like, yeah. there's a game called Dwarf Fortress that's been coming out in in uh, uh I, I i don't remember exactly when dwarf fortress came out let me let me look that up real quick uh dwarf fortress came out originally in 2006 mm-hmm. still in development today yeah it's two dudes making the game two brothers tarn adams and zach adams those two dudes made the most obtuse confusing game <laughs> anyone has ever ever made and yet it has a rabid community and more and more people are joining that community. And the reason why is because although there's no tutorial, there's it's very difficult, there's no win state in the game Dwarf Fortress. Every every time you start up the game, you will lose. Every every single game you will lose. It's a game about devising your own story and finding your own fun. And people do find fun because it's a functional game. Mm-hmm. Just... These guys haven't, they haven't gone out and like 
made this game and then shipped it and went, okay, we're done. We can go do, you know, go join another big developer. They could do that if they wanted to, but they didn't. And the reason they didn't is because they enjoyed this passion project and it goes, and it survives completely on donations. Mm -hmm. And they, because it's a passion project, you know, they had started the game and continued to develop and develop and develop. And it's, uh, it's a it's a it's a masterpiece of weird gaming history, <laughs> and and Dwarf Fortress has inspired a lot of other games. It's another example of an indie game with an unusual path, mm -hmm. but because the guys heading the project had good had a good attitude going in, they have a productive pathway forward. Mm -hmm. uh, Yandere Dev's big problem, Ooh. generally speaking, is his attitude mm -hmm. he doesn't he gets you know I, I i mean i'm sympathetic to that i'm i get demotivated all the time i'm barely motivated even in this to finish the sentence you know like i i, I don't know how to live my life like a normal human being but you still that try i mean that doesn't make everybody your enemy mm -hmm. <laughs> lozy yes oh no Wake up. <laughs> oh, man. Just this game could have been something really fun. Like, I remember watching my friend play this all throughout high school during lunch break. And I was like, this looks fun. And I look at the same game now and I look at the same friend who is now like, I can't play this game because the developer is a jerk and this game sucks. I'm like... This could have been so much more. This could have been something great. And now it's just a meme on the internet. It's a it's a prime example of how not to develop a game. Yeah. And how not to exist on an online platform. Well, see, do you, do you have any questions that we might answer before we finish this up? I mean, you get why people don't like him. I mean, just, I mean, on the face of it, he seems, before we even got to, like, the problems with the game, he was unlikable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and in working on the game, he's unlikable. It it seems like his main issue is a personality thing. Yeah. Like, Somebody's taken just... the foundation of this game, Lovesick, and, like, has started developing it on their own, and people are like, yeah, this looks great, we love it. It's just because his name's attached to it, and they're like, ooh, stinky, we don't like this. And there's a whole bunch of issues with Yandere Simulator itself, like rapid-fire things that are wrong with the game. Um, the school uniforms are for the wrong year. They're middle school uniforms. The NPCs I have do. awful names. For example, one of the nurses' names, um, they're, it's translated incorrectly. Um, her name translates to eggplant. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> The school doesn't look like a real school. Um, no direction. People don't know how to work the game. A lot of little silly things that are dumb. Like, yeah. Not a good game. No. I, I, She's not even a yandere. Her whole, like, character thing, that's not what a yandere is. I'm not a weeb, but I know that that's not what a yandere is. Yeah, yeah that I is mean... interesting. Like, I mean, I not an expert either but it's 
I don't know what she is, but like she's just a stalker killer. Yeah. She's Are Yandere supposed not- to be like, oh hi, I'm all like sweet and cutesy and like quirky, but secretly I'm a terrible person. I think it's yeah. like I think it's like I'm like what you like I'm sweet, but then like I've also been obsessed with you yeah. and I'm gonna murder Several you. times Yandere Dev has been like she is emotionless. She is a hollow shell. I'm like, okay, so already like not part of what I you're think, trying to sell her as. Yeah, and I think and if you know it, please if you guys know or leave in the comments if someone listening knows. But I believe that like Dere has something to do with like your warmth. Like uh Sundere is like slow, like cold, then warm kind of thing. You know who's a good example of a yandere? (laughs) Monica from Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, she's a perfect example. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, it is funny. I didn't bring it up, but while we were talking about this, I was thinking about Doki Doki Literature Club because that sort of like blew everybody away Mm -hmm. when it came up. That was like a hot ticket. But I don't. Like, had Yandere Dev, or Simulator, whatever, come out at the same time as Doki Doki, I don't think it would have even been able to catch in, like, on that. Mm-hmm. Doki no. Doki Literature Club would have bodied Yandere Simulator. <laughs> I, I mean, just, it basically just, like, has without even attempting to... Every like, game. What are some games that have come out before Yandere Simulator? I'll go first. Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> Death Stranding. Uh, I mean, what else? Death Stranding was announced, and oh, we were all confused about yeah. it. <laughs> Death it... Stranding was announced, and we were all confused about it. And then, and then it, it came out. All of that life cycle has happened during the development time of Yandere Simulator. PT was released. Silent Hills was announced. It got canceled, and then Death Stranding came around, got announced, got released, <laughs> all before Yandere Simulator came out. Well, I, hang on. PT's demo was in 2014. When did Yandere Simulator begin development? 2014 as well. Okay, what time in 2014? I have no idea. <laughs> same same year. I don't know how far apart they were month-wise. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, d- twenty fourteen, mid twenty fourteen is when PT came out. Then Silent Hills began development, got canceled, and after that, a year after that, Death Stranding started, was announced, and was released. Like all of this extremely large game, with very detailed models and all kinds of you know famous people in it, and voice acting and gameplay. And that's another example of a person who had a vision and made it happen. <laughs> like, yeah, we, you know? I still don't know what that game is about, but I'm like, I, I think it's good. I think it's a good game. A lot of people don't think oh. so, but I'm, <laughs> I, I still like it. Uh, yeah, I guess, so, gosh, it is, especially when, when, as someone who, again, does not know a lot about gaming or coding or any of that, but when you bring, put it into perspective all these other projects that started 
Like, this isn't even like the tortoise and the hare anymore. Right. No. Like, everybody's gone home yeah. and he's still trudging along. Right. People have moved on to a new race. Yeah. <laughs> They've all moved on to the fishing tourney. Uh, and yeah. yonder. The race is over. We're all doing other things. We're all now. giving fish to CJ. Yeah. So. Uh, I, yeah, so I guess to summarize, you know, or the moral of the story, be nice to people and, you know, be willing to take criticism. You know, there's always, you can always improve. But also, I don't know, this is something that I've taken from just hearing about him that I could be wrong. You know, you don't need to make, like, every little thing perfect. Sometimes it's better to just get, like, finish it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's like, oh, this could be a little bit better, so I'm going to spend five years on this aspect or not. But maybe don't do that. And, you know, just finish. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I feel like just so he could get some closure on it, he should finish and then move on to I mean I, that's why I think whatever. he should just give development to somebody else mm -hmm. um, because like the best thing he could do for the project and for himself would be to divorce himself from it because he, he has bad associations with it and it has bad associations with him so just if do the something best thing else. he could do is completely separate from the project and work on something else that's more within his wheelhouse that he can now not not even like pivot his reputation basically try to build a new reputation you know yeah i mean i mean like, like i was looking i was looking up other games real quick i just want to say last last point about games being developed within a reasonable amount of time <laughs> here's a game that was really that was the preliminary work started uh immediately after its prequel finished in 2008 and it was released in 2014 Grand Theft Auto Five, mm -hmm. oh, huge game, enormous game. Yeah, and granted, they had a huge team working on it, right? Uh, they had a, t a team of over a thousand people, but it was three years of development time, and uh, it's the preliminary work began in two thousand eight. So obviously, we're not looking at the same scale of project, but for three years. A thousand people worked and got an, you know, a massive game, and Yandere Dev is trying to build one building's worth of game. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, yeah. the game it takes Auto place 5 in one takes building. place over an entire city, which needs to be modeled and it needs to be based on a real location, and the people need to behave realistically, and you need to have voice acting for all of them, and you need to have believable, you know, visuals and all that stuff he doesn't have any of those restrictions and it's it still taken this long get, it's taken him six years to not do anything anything yeah we also talked about like if people would ever want to work with him after this and obviously we have no way of knowing but i wonder if he might be better to work with if it's not his project like yeah maybe if it's not his baby it's not even a baby anymore. It's like a 32-year-old who's still living in your basement who refuses to get a job and move out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just... It's, uh, it's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. 
it's definitely a cautionary tale. I don't know what it cautions us against, really, but... Not being a jerk on the internet. And to do your best. Yeah, be nice, and if people are... This is the thing. If people are mean to you, uh, the best thing you can do, especially if you're not a teenager. If you're a teenager... You can always blame being mean on the internet on you being a teenager. But any older than that, any older than, I want to say, 17, and you, although that would also be pushing it for me, but whatever. Um, if you're mean back to the people on the internet, even in a moment of, of, of anger, that can, that can and maybe should ruin your reputation. Yeah. Be nice because, to like, people. it's not actually that. Like, this is a thing, and this is just a. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll just save it for another time. <laughs> yeah. Well, this video's gone long enough. Very long. <laughs> so, thank you guys for explaining the magical world of Yandere Death. <laughs> and I'm sure we missed something. So for please, sure. If you have more context, please feel free to let us know in the comments and also if we got stuff wrong also please. or in the discord server we'll bring up that old conversation and you can look through our gibberish yeah and see if we got something yeah definitely check out the link in the description to join our discord because, or in the comment section because i'd love to dish it up with you guys so remember to comment like and subscribe because we all need friends okay bye bye